0: Yes, yes, welcome back to another episode of Raised in Pimp City. And I'm not going to be doing too much talking because my home girl likes to talk a lot. It's so like I'm just joking. I got my friend in the house right now. Her name is Jamie Johnson, also known as the queen from Sisters of the Streets. Uh, we'll ask her some stuff about that. Well, let's start off with there. our topic of the day, as many of you may know, is is prostitution a choice? Um, I did part one last week and um, she told me I didn't do a good enough job And No, she did not. She did not. She actually, She. I, I, it just would be better to get a female's perspective too because I gave you mine and you know um, I I'm, I don't believe that my point of view is just the point of view and a lot of people do. They think they way is the way and wow. they answer is the answer and I don't believe that. We all got a point of view and my uh, you know, point of views are like assholes. Everybody got one and a lot of them smell like shit. But anyway... <laughs> so um
1: it's gonna be that kind
0: of show, it's gonna be though. that kind of show what you think what, what show did you think he was on i mean it was just
1: it's the end of the day i thought we we're about to wind it down a little bit but okay
0: so this we cause cool. we did she did just step off of panel she's a superhero she's constantly at work just stepped off a of panel film festival uh a film about um human sex trafficking and another one but anyway uh we <laughs> it was a great film it was a great film i i didn't learn anything it was a great film, a great it production that it was job put together. For
1: its for its specific purpose it and did. audience. Yep, it you did. Know, that's, that's, it is what it is. It
0: is what it is. Um, so tell us a little bit about Sisters... Not a little bit. Tell us about Sisters of the Streets. What is it? Why'd you create it? And what's its purpose?
1: Hmm. So Sisters of the Streets, man, I'm just about like empowerment on all levels like it's not just about you know I, I actually i'm not gonna lie i initially started only focusing on the women because that's all i knew i only knew my perspective and my experience in the game and like so i'm like okay i actually created it i'm allowed to say it now but i actually created it as i was still renegating so like it was just this weird thing i basically was like
0: oh, hold on. so you you started creating this program while you were still mm-hmm. in the game transitioning yeah. out
1: yeah nobody knew that then, I was kind of, I was on the fence, I was like, living like a split life, so I was like, waitressing, and trying to be back with my kids, but I was also still hustling, because I didn't really, like, I didn't really know how to detach fully from that, from that whole mentality, um... But I think looking back, like what I was doing is basically I created a Facebook and got a little, not the logo I have now, but another little logo. And I basically was like posting to myself, like I was telling Mm -hmm. myself what I needed to hear in order to like take that next step to get out. And I didn't know that's what I was doing, but God knew in my life and and now I know that that's what I was doing. Um, I didn't think that it would, like, help anybody, but I needed to be helped, so nobody was stepping in, kind of helping me in the way that I needed, so I was the person that I needed, and um, so that's how it got started, I didn't have a vision, all I had was a name, it was just Sisters of the Streets, and um, when I actually had, like, I had my son, and I had been not renegade. I had been clean and sober, not renegating, anything like that, Um, and then when I had him, when he wasn't, like, in my body anymore, Mm -hmm. is when... I had a regular call me and I had rent due and I had, you know, I think I had a, a, I was trying to get a car. I had a car note, something like that. And so I, my mentality went right back to like, I need to go hustle. Get it
0: how I know how to get it.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, who's going to, who's going to know? Like, this is a regular, like I'm not posting the ad, like it's cool. And I got to his house and I just was like, I was freaking the hell out because like I saw, basically I saw like this image um, of me and like a dumpster and my kids were like all around me like crying and I was dead and like that was like that freaked me the fuck out like I was like oh my god what the fuck and basically it was God to me telling me like look I got you this far like just keep going like push the sisters of the street stuff and I'm gonna, I'm gonna handle it and that's what I did and I, I was like alright you got it cause obviously my way is not working and um, so that's what happened and once I, once I did that it just kind of started growing on it's own and now, as i 'm aware of the different dynamics of the game, um, what I focus on is coming to a solution based process in a holistic manner so i 'm not just focusing on the women that are exploited or let's let 's all shame the buyers or let 's all shame the pimps. Um, I really want to take like a holistic approach to this and find not i want to take off the band aids and you know the what 's that stuff called the peroxide and all that whatever andas mm-hmm. like and really get to the root of where these vulnerabilities are coming from. Because what i notice is that all of the vulnerabilities in the buyer, in the person exploited and the, and the PIP are all the same, lack of or need of. Mm-hmm. And so when we can figure out how to fill those, that's when we can eradicate the issue as a whole. It's not about stop making, stop having pimps pimp on people, or ha- stop stop the demand. Or this is all conjoined, and so that's what I'm trying to focus on. I haven't really figured out how to exactly pinpoint how to do that, but I think just through collaboration and um, getting other people's perspectives and, and solution solution focus ideas. If you
0: if you focus on, it, it's funny. When you look for something, you'll find it. Mm-hmm. So if you're now looking for a solution, you'll find a solution. Anything you look right. for, you're gonna find. Like I was thinking about that the other day when I'm like, uh, I don't know how you necessarily feel about it, but in my opinion, like I'm a lot older than you, uh, but um, a lot older. I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> but I I feel like I lived through a, a huge epidemic of yeah. pimping and prostitution. I think from the pimping and prostitution uh, genre that I lived through that specific kind that urban from the hood pimping and prostitution that epidemic I'm not talking about all the other types but um, where now people are saying like it's just growing it's the biggest boom ever and all that stuff I'm like It's not that. if you're aware of it now. And you're looking for it now. Right. When you look for something, you'll find it. Right. And now you're looking. They weren't looking before. And it was at its height. Yeah. So, yeah, like really like getting a new car. Like, you, you get you get this red and Hyundai and now all of a sudden money. you see that motherfucker everywhere.
1: Yes. Okay? Like, I thought I was the only, I only saw one of these in the lot. Why does everybody and now,
0: now you see it shit. every block, right. every freeway, like, oh, there go my car, there go my car. Because now you're right. aware right. of that car. Yeah. So, this, that's with everything. So, no, this, to me, my personal, like I said, opinions, assholes, mm-hmm. same thing. So, um, my uh, my opinion perspective is that it's growing because now there more and more people are being aware of it. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna find it more and more and more. But is this like just just b- the biggest thing ever? No, it's no. not. And I I also just even though off topic, but I don't I don't think I don't know the stats. I'm not. I haven't done you know surveys. I have not. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel it's bigger than drugs or ever has been. Everybody's on drugs in every neighborhood. All kind of drugs, narcotics is what. But I don't know.
1: Right. Okay. Well, I don't think they... Well, I haven't heard that it, it surpassed it. Yet. I
0: I just heard two days ago that it's on its way to surpassing
1: it. I heard. But how far is, like, on its... Like, in... in, in when I think about that, I'm thinking, like, on its way is, like, billions and billions of dollars away. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because it's such a huge... I don't know. That's, that's my perspective. That's a, yeah. Maybe millions. I don't know. Maybe not billions. That's a lot of money. But I'm not thinking like it's like $2 away. Like Uh I'm thinking like it's kind of trailing. But I think it does pass like guns and whatever, whatever else they got going on. But at the end of the day, I think you're right because I agree. And I tell people all the time, people are like, oh, well, the human trafficking hotline, like the calls have gone through the roof. That's because now we're giving all this awareness material out. Mm-hmm. We're telling people, look for people with two cell phones, look for people. It right. looks look sad. Look, yeah, like, right. We're telling people to so they're calling with all these tips, of course. They're like, oh no, that girl's just going through a bad day. Like so people are not taking the time, they're spreading all this awareness. Again, I think I said this on the last show without so we're we're giving all this awareness and then and then what? Like then, we don't have nowhere to, to help anybody. Like we don't have the, the resources to match the awareness that we're raising. And so it's really unfortunate in that manner. But yeah, I don't think that it's spiked. I don't think that it's an epidemic. I think it was an epidemic and it's just continuing to be an epidemic. Because
0: it's always been here.
1: Yeah, always.
0: I was just watching gun, you know, ever heard of the show Gunsmoke?
1: Yes, I have.
0: So Gunsmoke, the like, black and white country western. It was a couple weeks ago. I was at my mom's house and my mom watched it. Her and my stepdad, they love Gunsmoke. So um, she was out of the room, but I'm watching Gunsmoke. And it's one of the main characters, Kitty, uh, that is that Kitty's at her bar. And, um, and she, the, the show is about Kitty's mad that this other dude had just opened up a bar, like mm-hmm. right down the block. And he's selling whiskey for like pennies <laughs> and putting her out of business. Now uh-huh. all the guys are at his bar, but in both bars, they had women that worked there that catered to the guys, you know, the sexy women of the day and all that stuff. And Kitty, two of the girls from Kitty's bar quit to go work at his bar because that's where the money was at. And I'm looking at this. And I'm looking behind the scenes now because I'm aware. And I'm like, it, this was a it wasn't just a bar. This was a brothel. This was a brothel. And Kitty was just nice. And she was a madam. And so I tell my mom this, and she gets so defensive. No, she not Kitty. Other bars not did that, Kitty. but not Kitty's bar. She loves Kitty. She grew up on this show. Her, her My grandfather watched this show. She's like, no, Kitty was different. Whoop, 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 whoop. So I'm like, okay, Mom. My mom knows everything. So I was like, okay, Mom. I let it go. Yesterday, I'm at her house, and I, I come down the stairs, and her and my step pops, are watching um watching Gunsmoke and she's like oh no here comes Armand and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and she tell my stepdad she's like see or she tell me we were just talking about you and you come walk in so I guess she saw on this particular episode Kitty had just turned out a girl Oh, and she geez. had a girl that was a church girl who needed to make some money uh, to avenge her husband whatever but so she's teaching her how to talk to the guys how to uh, sing properly how to talk sexy turned to her. them turned her and she's like she turned totally different she's like, I was like I'm sorry yes kitty was a pimp <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like yes so it's all this has yeah. always been there and that went down a whole rabbit hole but I'm not gonna say too much we got not to make have, uh, man uh, the, uh, she, my stepdad was like yeah uh, have you ever sung the have you ever thought about the words of the yankee doodle song the american tradition that song that's Someone in the culture told
1: me that before.
0: yankee doodle was a pimp and <laughs> so went, it was from first, the
1: whole
0: no i'm like literally when the song when yankee doodle you know uh, right on the point of whatever stuck a yes. feather in his hat called a macaroni where did mac come from oh. the origination of the word mac mm-hmm. boom feather in his hat where that hat with the feather come in at pimp culture mm-hmm. and then um at the end is. Uh, but basically, I forget the words, I want to get it, but let the girls be dandy. Is it like, let him do his thing, let the girls be dandy.
1: Uh,
0: Damn it. But anyway.
1: Done fucked up my whole childhood.
0: Man, for real.
1: Thank you. For Appreciate real. it. We're
0: going to talk about who Cadillac Come was. Come on,
1: raising Pim City, have your whole fucking childhood fucked up. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it makes sense, you know? And I think, I think that it is true, and I think it's... I, I think that's why I feel, and not, I'm not going to speak for anybody around me, but I would think that the people that are around me that are on like the same wavelength as me, that's why it's so frustrating to be in this so-called movement to try to eradicate the whole the whole game, because like it's way beyond like let's end human trafficking, because we all know that that's just a label that has been put on something that has already been existent. But it's frustrating because all this awareness, sometimes we go into like this film that we just did, major, half those people, that's probably the first time they ever heard about this topic. And so they're only leaving with what was given to them. They're only leaving with one side. And so they're leaving with this already biased opinion. Right. And then you, you in the room. So it's like, it's like, I can only imagine like half the time I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, I wonder what Armand thinks about this. Like they're not even touching on the buyer or, or the pimp. Like Mm -hmm. they're, they're criminalizing and they're demonizing somebody and all these people, I know what it is because I do this, but those people don't. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's frustrating to me because now I'm like, damn, they all going to walk out with more people on that whole, like, get the pimps, get the buyers, let's save the girls. That's not going to help anybody. That is not going to help anybody. And so that's why, I don't know if you noticed my facial expressions on the panel. I was blessed to be there. I'm always blessed to sit there and give my, my, my opinion. But I'm just like frustrated. Like another group
0: Again? of people, <laughs> another
1: group of people that's gonna go out, and I gotta sit down and break down why we need to pay attention to the to the buyers and the pimps too, and why we're all just victims of this of this big mass like problem that nobody's paying attention to. Right. And so it's frustrating, but you also it's also necessary because I honestly feel like if I wasn't at that panel, exactly. all four answers would have been the, the same. same. You know, so, and that's not to downplay anything that anybody else had to say. What I mean is that sometimes we, even as leaders, get stuck in this movement of our own, like like you said earlier, what I know is what I know, right. and that's, that's law. Right. And that's not true. Right. So... I
0: don't know. I'm, I'm guilty of it sometimes so I gotta I got, you gotta constantly self check yourself and I'm like yes. hold on Armand listen to this other point of view because I can't just be coming at one thing one way and there's so many dynamics in this that I don't even know and I'm coming right. to understand. Like even watching that film and watching the, the that boy that went through it and just hearing he's not lying about his story that's his story.
1: Shout out to the homeboy
0: you, Nick, you know, that's my man. Okay, he and he, that's his story. Right. You feel me? And everybody's story was different. And one old oh girl like how I in my hit but they um oh, never mind. We, I'm not gonna dissect the film. Okay, I'm not gonna you dissect. Sure? I'm not. Not today. Not today. Okay. Not All today. Right. I, what do you say? Dang. Uh shoot something don't uh dang i don't i'm I'm just gonna create i'm gonna i'm gonna no i'm just gonna create okay Okay. i'm not gonna go against i'm gonna create
1: okay
0: so anyway but um so good segue into what, what do you feel about that choice word is prostitution a choice and I know that's very open because everybody enters the game differently everybody's in the game for different reasons and I'm just talking strictly females here I'm not talking about pimps, anybody okay. else I'm talking about females that are in the game, got in the game everybody gets in differently, a lot of similarities right but is, what, what is your opinion on the choice
1: um, so my answer is no, I don't think that it's a choice Oh, okay. Let me re- let me rephrase that. I do think everything is a choice. We always have a choice. Right. I don't even care. I, even if you're kidnapped, you have a choice. You have a choice to scream. You have a choice to run. You have a choice to fight. You have a choice to lay back. You have a choice. But what I challenge people to, to talk about is what choices have been presented. I think that a, I say no, it's not a choice because in my opinion, what I've learned is that a choice is only a choice that one, if it has a viable outcome. So it ha- there has to be something good to come out of the choice in order for it to be a choice. There has to be a better opportunity. And the other thing with a choice for me is that you have to be presented with all of your options. Otherwise, I always look at it like somebody is like, I think I said this to you before, like if, if somebody's like, here, you can have shit or garbage for dinner. I have a choice. I get to choose one of those two. But do I really want either one? I mean, depending on, like, the garbage pile, it's better than shit to me, so I might choose the garbage, but is that really the option that I wanted? Maybe I wanted option number three, you know, but nobody presented me with option number three, and so do I think that prostitution is a choice? I think that it becomes a, it becomes a choice at some point, but in order for it to be an option, somebody had to present it to you. There is no little girl that is born comes out her mom's stomach or vagina or whatever, however she came into this world and is like, you know what, I think I want to be a stripper. At some point, whether it's when she's six months old or whether it's when she's 16, somebody presented her with this option where her body was an object, right. where she could go and that could be a choice for her. Whether she feels it's a good choice or a bad choice, that's up to her. So yes, she has a choice, but my my whole thing is like, at what point does it become an okay choice, or is it really a choice, or are we just picking the lesser of the two evils? I think Cardi said it in one of her songs, like uh, "strip, strip or lose" or something like that. Like if you grow up in a certain area and somebody tells you, like, you don't got no parents, even if you do have parents, right. you don't have, you have ne- negligent parents, you have parents that are busy working all the time, or you. I was a teen mom, so. When I, got, when I got divorced or separated, I didn't know about my options. I didn't know about WIC. I didn't know about food stamps. I didn't know that there was resources in place to help me get out of this rut that I am. So I was in. So when my pimp came along, and he was like, I could teach you how to make $1,000 a day. I'm like, well, okay. Like my baby's gotta be fed. I, need, I want better than this. I don't wanna struggle all the time. But he didn't lay out the, all the options for me either. So if I would have, if he would have been like, okay,
0: his ass might not have known any he's options. He's probably
1: no, he didn't, and that's something, that was a way that I was really able to like let go of a lot of anger towards him and really genuinely forgive him because I realized like he was four months younger than I was, like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing either. Mm-hmm. He just took what somebody told him, and because you know that's in a whole nother... Show, But as a man that people around him were telling him, like, in order to be a man, you need to do this, this and this. You need to have this amount of money, this amount of girls you need to do. He was just doing what was surrounding him. When I was presented with that option, I made a choice to do everything that I did. But if my circumstances would have been different, would I still have made that choice? And I think that that's when we need to pay attention, is if my circumstances were different, if I was on an equal playing field with everybody else in this world, if I had the same amount of resources, the same amount of money, the same amount of um, support, the same amount of knowledge. Clearly, I had two babies by the time I was 19. There wasn't really nobody telling me consequences of my actions. So if I don't know any better, of course I gotta bump my head. So did I make a choice? Yes, I made a choice. Did I make a educated
0: choice? No. No. That's I agree one hundred percent. See,
1: and I didn't even listen to the podcast. So.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: so we're 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 on a good
0: okay. Because I'm like, is he gonna? What did he? No, it's not. It don't even. I mean, it, it do not even... It
1: don't matter. Even, it, it, don't, it, matter. No. it <laughs> don't matter. But it does because it does.
0: we're friends. So it, like, it matters yeah. what you think to me because you're my friend. You yeah. feel me? But uh, but ultimately, it don't matter what nobody thinks. About you and your life because it's you in your life you feel me and a lot of people so get a lot of people get caught up on what other people are gonna think about them so they don't do and live up right. to their full potential word about the next person and what they feel about them I'm trying to break that from everybody do you do
1: you do right.
0: you build you grow you mm-hmm. you know what I mean but yeah the um I agree with the choice factor. In this situation, like, everybody's situation is different. Like, you hear about somebody that gets kidnapped and forced to do that. That's, like, no choice. When you, if you know, the gun to the head or I was kidnapped from my house and it took over here, tied to a bed. That's not a choice at all. No. If I, I personally, if you weren't physically forced, you know what I mean? Then then it's still a choice of no, cho- of no choices, the shit and garbage. You know what I mean? I, I had shit and garbage to choose from. Right. My choices was sell dope. Not gonna do that. Play sports. I couldn't do that. Or or gangbang. Those were the visible choices to me. Right. And I chose drugs. And I chose I chose to pimp. Mm-hmm. I wish those another opportunity was presented to me. Not just presented, but something I believed I could do. That
1: part. Because I
0: I, I I honestly I knew there was other shit out there, but. Talk about at 17 college, not going to happen. I, there's no way possible. I've literally, I have a sixth grade education, although I graduated high school, I conned my way out. Right. I, the last time I really learned something in school was the sixth grade. I didn't think academics was not for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What else could I do? Right. Where I could work at McDonald's, not cool. I could work at one of these minimum wage jobs, not cool. That that was not going to get me work.
1: And you old, so minimum wage was like. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like you 65. old. I mean, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, I was alive when it was six seventy five, seven twenty five, seven fifty. But that's nothing. And then just knowing once you and, and you, I could have chose that too. But once I'm presented with this other option of not just. Success, uh, surviving, but success. Financial success. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, whoa, I can have that house I'm seeing on TV. I want a car. McDonald's ain't going to do that for me. It's going to have me in a bucket like the bucket I was in. Right. I want I want, shoot. I want what Master P got in his music video. Right. I want that. So I chose to strive for more. And then the peer pressure was like, that's what you had to do. You better yeah. get more. You better you know yeah
1: and when you said that like what I just popped into my head is like damn like this like perpetuating cycle of just like so what is presented to us so like you said I think that's a good point you're aware that there's we know doctors exist we know lawyers exist I knew that 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 women own businesses. I knew that, but did I have the support system in my life in place or the people around me to encourage that that was an option for me personally? No, I thought that was something that was for other people. For other people. I thought I was supposed to be a housewife and supposed to like I didn't I didn't really know what I was supposed to do to be honest, and that's that's this that's that's not an option in itself to not have nobody to tell you like you have this option and that's why it's so crucial that's why what's the biggest thing when we're working with these youth is to tell them like they need someone to believe in them Uh because our lives probably would have been completely different which i'm thankful that it wasn't because of the point we're at now but if somebody would have come alongside and been like jamie i think you should stick with made me stick to something like volleyball or softball or my academics because i was very smart i was getting straight a's and then something just happened where i was like fuck this like for what? Nobody's impressed by what I'm doing. Nobody gives a shit when I got straight A's. Nobody's coming to my volleyball games. Nobody's at home when I get home. Like, why the fuck should I do better or do good? That's for those people. This shit is for me. Yeah. I'm a throwaway already by the time I'm 16 because I'm a teen mom and people are like, oh, she nasty, she a hoe, da, da, da. And then, so when my pimp comes along and he's like, you are, people are already saying you're a hoe, which I really wasn't, right. which is a funny thing. Like... I actually was a hoe for Halloween before I even got into the game. And I didn't even know. Like, I thought it was just off the movies. Mm-hmm. I had condoms in my little leather jacket and all types of shit. Fishnets. Like, I was really just... I played and I was like, I didn't even know I manifested that shit. And mm. the very next year, I was actually in almost a very similar outfit walking Oklahoma boulevard. Mm. And so, when the pimp came along and was like, you already fucked. Like, why not get paid? I'm like...
0: Didn't really have an answer to that. I really uh, didn't. Like, that was like, the, that was the killer line right there.
1: That's it. You get you, them every time. Every
0: time. You fucking for free, why not <laughs> get, get the fee?
1: Or you in the club with, for drinks. Like, you right. fucking for drinks, you, why yeah, not come and right. get paid? And I'm right. like... And then, you know, like, there was nobody... Yeah, nobody to, to catch me like, no. Like, you got more value than that. Yeah. Nobody to catch you to be like, nah, you have this smart, option number right. four. Mm-hmm. So what what... What choice did I really have? What choice did you really have? And that's why my simple answer is always no, it's not a choice. But then people, of course, you got to dig deeper into that because there are people that are happy with what they're doing. Right. They think that they're happy because I was happy. I was a Popping big shit like, mm-hmm. yeah, me and my folks did it. Like, I wanted to be the top notch bitch because right. that's what the fuck I was doing at that point in my life. So, why not be the best at it? Right.
0: Not at home, girls. I, my pimp's a million dollar pimp and they be bragging and boasting and they, they, they love the game. I love the game. The homies love the game while we were in it. But you're young. You really, talking about that coercion piece, like we were brainwashing ourselves. That one piece in the documentary I'm glad they did touch on was that music perspective. Like that, that that in itself, that's all I listened to was pimp rap. So once you made the choice and you're in it now and you're chasing the money and we had to keep, we kept talking. All we talked was pimping. Mm -hmm. We kept squares away from us. We lived one culture. We were in that bubble. So now there really is no other choice. It's pimp or die mm-hmm. we would and that was the same pimp or die like damn that must play on your psychology yeah. that's all like that pimp or die those are your two choices once you're in the game
1: right and i think that i think women on the women's side we can relate too because it was also not necessarily like ho or die I,
0: i've heard that I've, 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 I've heard that a lot I've, this is
1: <laughs> my first time hearing like pimp or die like that not like a hashtag to me but my, but on my like a hashtag to or me. Or a T-shirt, you know. I like my T-shirts. Um, but on my end, it was more so like, as soon as I turned that first date, like I was in the game for six years. Mm-hmm. So like that first date, like that was what he played on too. Was like, not saying he, he didn't play on it. But you're already that, in now. He was like, you're a hoe now. Like the only person that can love you is it's a, a pimp. pimp. I was like, that makes sense yeah. to me. Like, and what he said was wow, well, because I didn't know shit about the game. I. I'd seen Pretty Woman literally right. one time. And I was like, what the fuck? This is not like the fucking movie. Like, what the fuck is going on? This is way longer than an hour and a half. Like I'm ready to go home. This is some bullshit. And he and it made sense to me. Like, who could I go and approach and be like, yeah, do you wanna go on a date with me? Like, I done I done hoed and, and fuck for money. No, a pimp is going to respect that at right. least in my mind. And right. so we I wasn't trapped in that in that whole like mentality, but on the flip side, I think he was too. He I don't think that he really thought that. I don't think he he loves his mom, so I know he don't disrespect he doesn't have this disrespectful feeling toward women. I think that he was conditioned to feel a certain way, and the people that were surrounding him, they were conditioned to feel a certain way, and so it just—it's just like this virus that just goes around. Like, we're and we are in this bubble because we like fuck squares, keep the squares out. Mm-hmm. We on our own shit, and it's just like it's so toxic. Like, it's so toxic, and we even to the point now where we're like, you are making a good choice if you choose to sell your body. That's not a, fucking, That's not good a choice. fucking good
0: choice.
1: It's not. And we're so we're even past that point to where women feel empowered by selling your body. And I'm not going to get into this whole whatever empowerment thing, but what I am going to say is there's no fucking empowerment because as soon as that trick takes that money away, your your value is gone. Yeah, I
0: don't know if you heard new Nicki Minaj, but she got a song where if you're not fuck like the whole song is if you're not fucking for money, if you're not fuck if you're not fucking for money, you're wrong. Like it's it, like that's the power and that's what she's that's what she's giving to young girls that right. are listening to that.
1: And they bumping that. And they bumping that and they it. don't even know what they're listening to. Like right. that was one part of the movie I did like. like right. I I like the documentary. Yeah don't me get too. me wrong. But there it was, was when that the young lady said like I didn't even know what I was listening to. Right. The words. Me neither,
0: she heard the beat and going. But at some point in time, like I heard that, but like at some point in time, like I'm thinking about Mac Dray, I'm thinking about everybody like you're hearing the words. He's talking about. They, they are very direct. It wasn't no foreign language. He wasn't. It wasn't mumble rap back then. Right. It was put on these high heels and hit the blade, baby. Wow.
1: You don't she miss didn't that. Look like she was listening to no Mac Dre or nothing, but she was
0: from the Bay. She was oh, listening oh, to something. Right. She, she was, was out there in she Oakland. Was. She, she was. was listening to something. No,
1: but you know, but, I think that proves a point. Like, we're like, listening to it. Right, but
0: like the like the 50 Cent song that they did show in there. I'm a P-I-M-P. Everybody was rocking that because pimp, that word pimp, had just become like water.
1: They what they Easily watered digestible. Water the fuck down. Yeah, but like...
0: There's there. He's talking pimping, although he's never pimped a day in his life. <laughs> but that's uh, I, I have another podcast rewind back on music. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, so but it, it
1: makes sense because it's these. My, my kids do it. Like, my kids, they'll be in the car, like, making playlists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll get mad. I'm like, what the hell are you listening to? They don't know. And they're like, I just like the beat. I'm like, right. listen. I'm like, li- I make them. I'm like, listen to the words. Listen, he's saying, bitch. He's, I'm like, do you want somebody to call you that? Like you want that to be okay and that's what's being fed into their mind.
0: That's brainwashing. It's how and it starts with and that beat is what catches your soul. You hear that beat. It's a natural thing inside of us that we hear that beat. And sometimes the words go past. You end up learning the words. You get into the words as you listen and you yeah. grow. But you don't realize what the hell's being said really at a young age but by then you're caught in this, this web because when it
1: comes to you it's nothing like right. when somebody come like bitch what are you talking about You're but, like,
0: but you've been psyched out it, to it think that's okay you've matter. been desensitized to it right
1: it doesn't matter whereas somebody who don't listen to that music they're gonna be like whoa what? Yeah. bitch what yeah. you know well yeah. probably not like that but you know um and I think that was and that was a big part of my folks like um what he he purposely made sure when we were in the car which we were in the car a lot mm-hmm. um that we were only listening to to Pepsi or right. or Mac Dre or Too Short or mm-hmm. whatever and like not no shit that was like simple shit like no. bitch get my money and so when he said it to me I was like it almost was like an, a pride thing like I felt right. good when he would call me a bitch like mm-hmm. I felt good when he was like oh you a good bitch no, you no, my no. bitch yeah you my bitch like sit in the front bitch right. like in front of other people where other right. people are like he just called you a bitch and i'm like duh he going to call you a bitch too like yeah. you know like so i was just on this whole other like level i literally had been brainwashed by not him it was not him it right. was the game like it was gang. just the game
0: and and think about this too cuz the same way he's playing that for you, that's all. He's not changing the music when you get out the car. Mm-hmm. He's not oh, now. He he's not now listening to something else. So even when he's by himself, it's a constantly going into your yeah. head. It's constant to where it's okay. Even more for him, he feels no way about it. You feel no way about it. Both parties are being brainwashed and going after this illusion called the game.
1: Mm-hmm. And this this game, I think I just had posted it like stop trying to win this unbeatable game like this shit is not this shit has been around so long because Mm -hmm. nobody has fucking won by it right even if you think you won guess what like i know i know some pimps who got you know like do you know magnificent from texas no this fool got like hell of females like they all got the m's tatted on they all they all look great they all got boobs they all got ass they all got foreigns like and he I've talked to him like he's a he's a good dude like Mm -hmm. he's a cool dude I was about to choose up with him when I was having issues with with some of my folks and then but I'm just looking at I I check his uh, Instagram once in a while and I just to like remind myself of like how just caught up both parties are like right. they both are like his whole identity has become magnificent his whole identity has become this person where granted I don't care how happy his females are at the end of the day that shit can be taken from them right. in one motherfucking one day one case one one snitch one something that shit can all be ripped from you that's not happiness because if if your shit can be taken away by outside circumstances then what? Like, you don't have shit. You got this shit right now because shit is good. I've been in situations where shit was good. Shit was good. Shit was good. Yeah. But the next day, shit was bad. And when shit went bad, it went really bad. And so I had to come to this conclusion of, like, where do I want, like, where's my median? Like, where do do I need to have all the material shit? I want it and I deserve it. And I'm going to, but I want to work hard for it right. now. Versus then when it was just so easy to come by. It's easy to go. It's super easy to go. And then you fall even harder because now you don't, now I got to sit and pay attention to how the fuck I'm feeling Mm -hmm. or I'm going to go get fucking high or I'm going to go kill myself. There's, there's not really that many options or I'm going to do some dumb shit and end up in prison.
0: Choices are get slimmer and slimmer. Slimmer Once you get in, the choice ends up being, this is it. And you really don't and you get more clouded you've x all kind of people out your life that possibly mm-hmm. could have told you something different the choices are gone at that point in time the only choice in this is to go hard
1: go hard go hard or go home I mean it's just crazy to me like even just having this conversation like I think back like how fucking like lost like when I go into my photo bucket mm-hmm. I don't got pictures of myself like at Disneyland or at fucking parks or i got pictures of me in hotel rooms Mm. half naked in doggy position or trying to make it look like i got some kind of curves because i was hella skinny so because i was on drugs Mm. why the fuck was i on drugs it's not because i'm a drug addict it's because i could not deal with what the fuck i was doing yeah so yes i was making a choice yes i chose to get up every morning and hand my folks money and go hard for him and this and that but if it was such a great choice, why was i why did I have to be high? Why did I have to why was I sitting in jail all the time? Why was I crying all the time? Why was I trying to kill myself all the time? like if it was such a great choice, why did my kids grow up without me like for many years? You know what I mean like there's just so much shit where if it's really a choice, why is the outcome like this and I don't know not one person that has successfully got out the game who honestly can look back and be like yeah i love that shit yes you
0: love parts about it not one person i know i know over 100 pimps i know over 100 right. girls that were in the game as prostitutes and i don't know one person that was happy right you I had know.
1: happy moments like you don't had wrong. no had it
0: was moments. a roller coaster of emotion yeah. it was great times mm-hmm. that felt great between all parties going traveling it's things i look back and i'm i, I learned there was fun mm-hmm. there was some there was some shit it was horrible it was but now it was a nightmare though you know there's good points in nightmares sometimes when you have a nightmare you know mm-hmm. you may be happy right before you get killed <laughs> right you know what i mean and now looking back like I, I i hate regret and um i'm glad i went through everything i went through and i wouldn't have learned as much as i learned i wouldn't be the person i am now and but i lost everything
1: mm-hmm.
0: you feel me I, You're really, gonna make me cry. I really, I really had. Make me cry. Nah, this real shit. I had I to start over. I know. Had a mother- I had to start over, all like for over. my head, like all the way over. Being thirty, I'm working at McDonald's. Right. To me, that was did the you work at that was the lowest of the low. I became manager within a week and a half <laughs> because I'm a boss. I had natural character.
1: I no, knew that was coming. I, no, I did
0: though. <laughs> So, but like, like I'm saying, like I'm, and I'm, I'm not out of my homies. I wasn't far from the sharpest. The other ones, no one was just there to be like, "Hey, fantastic, man! You need to be doing this, man! You're." Sh-
1: that encouragement. That
0: encouragement. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm like maybe fourth on the totem pole of my homies in sharpness. They was crafty. They was good. Good mouth, mouthpiece. They was good. Could have been doing a running corporations right. right now. So yeah, at thirty. I'm back at McDonald's. You know what I mean? And with that goodness, I start realizing, I started realizing a little bit before that, that I had gifts that if I just applied them differently, I would win. Mm-hmm. And at McDonald's, I just start applying myself. Like, I can do this. Right. And they start hating on me. I came in there fresh. I'm the counter boy on the register. But next thing I know, coming to work, I, I redid their, um, how they need to run their business. They had checklists and shit that wasn't part of McDonald's. My manager said, hold up, who are you? You know, let's start. you the overnight manager. Boom instant raise, boom mm. you feel me yeah move from there now but at the del mar country club executive shoe chef within two months mm. <laughs> like power within us that once we once we realize it then the opportunities open up yeah Then
1: yeah. the choices
0: open the up. choices open up but, but it's yeah.
1: like it's also like this like catch 22 you know what i mean because I, so I didn't. I haven't experienced the same kind of loss that you have, as far as like people are close around yeah. me. Which a lot has to do with because I wouldn't let close people get close around me. Like I was compl- I was really isolated. Like I was like, fuck a bitch. If you're not my folks, fuck you. Mm-hmm. And like my family, even like I was. I was because I was so ashamed of what I was doing that I didn't want my family to come in and try to help me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't experienced that loss where my my close people are just dropping around me right. so I can only imagine like just looking back like yes I'm blessed where I'm at now and all that stuff had got you to this point but like damn like the people that you went through that with to Thank get God. here like you don't even get to share that with them
0: they never got to make it out
1: and it's and that's that and that's that's the stat that I always will push because right. when I think about it holistically and realistically, when that stat of like people are like oh one two percent of people get out, I don't focus on sex trafficking or right. human trafficking or whatever. I say that that's probably really true. I would right. say on the lesser side of one percent. And I right. think about it in, in the game. Period. Because I even the people that are out. How fucked up they are! Like, do you know how many girls I turned out? Like, I got girls that I turned out. Like, I, I hella turned them out. Mm -hmm. My folks didn't even, wasn't even present. Like, I was running, I was a madam. Like, I was running a fucking agency. Mm -hmm. And these girls are now like, they're not in the game anymore. But they out here strung out, messed up. And yeah, they in San Diego getting raped. They're strung out, Mm -hmm. and they're coming to me like for help. And I'm like,
0: damn, how's that feel? like being the one that, you know, kind of not kind of introduced them to the game.
1: It feels fucked up. Like it feels fucked up.
0: So really that's the motive, one of the main motivations behind uh like I've had several of my young homies, a couple that are still in the shit, still in the game, mm-hmm. and they, they they looked at me and I'm like, "Homie, we learned this from you." Right. And I'm like, "Boom." And why another piece why I feel it, I people want to not concentrate or help the, the pimp you know, out or not to be a pimp or just to say it's a current pimp help him to stop pimping mm-hmm. so I'm like that pimp, his job is to constantly introduce the game to as many girls as he can mm-hmm. so it's easier for me to stop this one guy and give him them options and show him something else than it is to um, mm-hmm. talk to a hundred girls right. you know, so I'm going to try and help this dude to see another way because he's gonna keep going, right. you know what I mean? To so, end with with no choices,
1: right? that's
0: but, but yeah, now I it's and it's just even okay myself. Mm-hmm. You say I statements. Mm-hmm. I I may not have turned this girl out a few times, but I introduced a few different girls that I know of to it, with the purpose of her coming to be with me, and she ended up not choosing up with me. Maybe not even get in the game right away, but a month later, two months later, a year later, she gets in the game. But I was that first person that taught her, taught her about it, told her about it, planted the seed rather than planting the seed of prosperity and of great options right. of other things. I planted this seed of prostitution in her head. Mm-hmm. And then it's just sprouted when it sprouted and right. she chose up with somebody else. So
1: uh, who knows where that where that path led, you know what I mean? Who or knows? leads or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's
0: fucked up. So yeah, I, I feel I feel bad. Not like yet last night, like I back and forth. when I was just about to, really honestly, I'm about to post on Facebook just to apologize because I know I got some girls on my friends list, and I, I don't know if they'll see it or not. But I was just gonna actually publicly apologize to every girl I, I led down the wrong path
1: because she just did many. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think that that takes a lot, you know. Like that takes a lot. Like I had
0: and the guys I led down the wrong path because they was following me too, and I didn't even know they was looking at me.
1: And you know that's true. To like, there was a couple dudes that I, so I used to be like, I, if we're gonna talk in game terms, like I had a real fag point at one time mm-hmm. where I was just like, fuck a pimp. I was on gotfolks.com like talking shit to all the all the pimps. You know about GotFolks? No. Nah. Oh man, that was good times. But um. I was just on there, like, popping, like, out of pocket, just, just renegading, talking big shit to all the pimps. I'm like, fuck you, you ain't shit, da 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 you bitches ain't shit. Like, I was just on one. Like, I was so mad at the world, mm-hmm. and, um, there was just, there was one point where I just had to, like, analyze myself of, like, what the fuck am I doing? And I was, I was being, I was just doing shit to do it like i'll choose up with somebody who didn't know shit about the game a little young i think the youngest dude i put on was like 21 and he didn't know shit he was a little drugger he was slinging weed mm-hmm. and i was like you know what like i think you're cute like duh, 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 duh. like i'm gonna give you my money all you gotta do is a b and c and i trained him how i wanted him to be trained
0: that's happening so much right now
1: yeah because you you want because you don't
0: you want you a male companionship. Yeah, you want someone, because
1: right. who wants to be fucking lonely? You can't have a square, though, right. because they going to be like, Ugh, yeah, bitch, you, like you know, you can't have a, a pimp that's going to go hard on you because then you don't get to do what, what you, you want to do. do. And so let me find the median. So that's what I was doing. And even, and even that dude, like, now he in prison. Like, that shit feels fucked up. I was with him for two days. I really...
0: Turned him out. I turned him out. Turned, because I turned him out and turned him loose.
1: Yeah, because he was real stupid Like right. he was. In, I know why he's in prison Because he's messy And he he's just stupid. was on Instagram Popping his guns And popping his money And this and that This was years ago right. Like I'm 30 now mm-hmm. He was like a year older Younger than me But to look And like he got I think a 17 year sentence now What if I would have never Been so selfish Like I just I wanted somebody to kick it with And get high with And have a room with For two days Like yeah. it was I didn't have no good intentions With him and so I have to look at that. Like besides the females that I turned out, like I what, there's a lot of men's life that I fucked, I fucked their shit up, burnt their shit up. When
0: you're a toxic, because I was a toxic person. Like I just pointed to men, men and women that I messed. They not, I played a part right. in, in them going the wrong directions. Choices. Yeah, the yeah. same. Yeah, shit or garbage. Yeah. Those choices. Yeah. I just helped them go towards the shit. <laughs> if that's the worst <laughs> one, I don't know which was worse, shit or garbage. I don't know
1: either. What if there's shit in the garbage?
0: What if the garbage is shit? Anyway, there there, there go your choices right there. (laughs) Right. But, um, hey, man, it's been nice talking to you. Yeah, you Again, my homegirl. Appreciate it. My sister of the street. I'm a your brother of the street. I'm still that's in it. That's
1: gonna be a that's one day we gonna have somebody yeah. brothers. I'm just gonna gotta have better flow than one brothers of the streets.
0: But, what, but yeah, like um, they had asked how the males. one of the questions on the panel was how the, what role should males play in this? And I'm just I'm happy to be able to be accepted by you and Ebony, and for yeah, us to be able course. to work together. I know some people they they act accepting of me. You know what I mean? People are transformers, and people are also really <laughs> fake. And, real, real, but real face. Next That's next show. Okay. We're going to talk about the artificial flavors that's added to this mixture Whoa, of advocacy. Yeah, okay. we're going to talk about the artificial flavors. All right, but yeah, uh, tell people where they can find you and support your movement while we wrap up. Where okay. can they find scissors of the street?
1: So like, you can find me on Facebook, all over Facebook. And then you can uh, visit www.sistersofthestreets.org. Got all my information on there, direct contact, um, information on street outreach. If you want to join us, donate purses, donate hygiene items, gift cards, gift cards, whatever you need to do. Um, we'll be at your blade near you coming soon. So. Yeah.
0: It don't get no realer than, than my sister right here. You know what I mean? She's actually hands-on. Out there, you know what I mean. Direct contact, lived experience, yeah. expert. You can't get this type of um, uh, expertise anywhere else. You're not, you're not it. No PhD is gonna produce this. You, this is got some... a
1: PhD in this street,
0: right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right, raised in pimp city. I'm your dude, Armand King. Um, you know, you find me on all social media platforms, LinkedIn, um, everywhere, Facebook, right. Instagram. Uh, yeah, just look me up. You know, Mr. Armand King at gmail.com. That's my email. Get at me if you got any questions, anything, we will address them. Okay. Peace.